Welcome back to yet another movie podcast. Evan and Drew are back here with you again with probably what's going to be a very entertaining episode this week. Uh, Drew, how's it going? I'm on number eight. Oh, God. So um, <clears throat> today we're going to talk about the new... Re- uh, well, I don't know what day it is. It's been a couple of days now that since about we are going to review Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ooh, that's cold. Um, but before we do that, Drew, have you seen anything besides this movie? Let's just jump into this. Okay. Yeah, the only thing I saw was Paul Blart Mall Cop that I rewatched, so we can skip that one. Oh, funny! I just watched. I, I just watched a, a drunk commentary on that. And said, Did you? Hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Uh, um, full disc- one disclaimer. Uh, this is going to be a heavily spoiler. Uh, review of this movie so if you haven't seen it come back and uh, t- pause it now come back and then watch it after you spent a day or two and then then come back and listen so we're gonna spoil this movie pretty ha- we're not even gonna just we're not even gonna try we're just gonna do right go off with it and another disclaimer is that in this episode we'll not even try and clean up our language because you know if batman can fucking swear why can't i that is correct <clears throat> So do you want to start us off, Drew? You can you you can try and bring the light to this. I will bring the light to this. Okay. So, well, honestly, the it's when twenty seventeen, just as a build up, everyone knows that the Snyder cut was begged for when Zack Snyder's daughter unfortunately passed away. We've we've mentioned Zack Snyder a lot on this podcast for some reason. Um, and then Joss Whedon came over, took it over, recut it, cut it all down, released his version in twenty seventeen, and then now, a couple days ago, seventeen. It was twenty seventeen, yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, it's been out for a while. <clears throat> um, now HBO has given us Zack Snyder's cut, and it is the better cut. <laughs> it was a much better movie than the first one. I hate you. <laughs> I I ended up enjoying it quite a bit. Oh. Oh. I didn't tell Drew my reaction to the movie. He's been waiting for days to hear what I thought about it. Oh, God. And I have to admit, right. after I sat on it for all day, looking back at old... I didn't want rewatch Justice League, the 2017. Right. You did. I know you did. And uh, I watched clips and back-to-back ones, and I have to say, this is the better movie. Just... You and the rest of the world, but I guess I just live in my own little... I'm just gonna die on this hill. <laughs> yeah, because everyone else has enjoyed. It. Everyone else I've talked to who's seen it also have liked it. So, but go ahead. I put light on it so you can try and shed some darkness on it. <laughs> no, this movie's already dark as all shit because they decide that everyone should be miserable. But it was well done. I, I honestly, that they were miserable, but there's no. So, uh, I. Barry was pretty happy. <sighs> they cut out so many of his clips from the original Justice League. That that I will yes, I was very disappointed when and uh, Cyborg leaves and he goes, "Did he just bail?" And here's the thing: is that also if you notice in that version of that scene, they don't even have him explain why he left. He just Cyborg just leaves the scene. Yeah, I did notice that. So there's no reason why he just left all of them to die by drowning. 
anyway, so let's go into so it's um so this movie follows up Batman versus Superman. Uh-huh. Um it it picks up right where the last one left off with um uh Superman dying. And yeah. version Actually, Go ahead. In this version, um his scream is what causes all the events of Justice League to happen. He causes the MacGuffins to awaken. The mother boxes. The giant cubes to awaken. The mother boxes. uh, The main villain, Steppenwolf, comes to Earth to try and kill them. Yeah, the box is called it. He gets a, you know, obviously he knows they're awake, so he comes there because he said, you know, there's no, he actually says, like when he first talks to Rasad, he goes, this will be an easy way to conquer. There's no, there's no lantern. What is it? It's Desaad. Oh, is it Desaad? I'm sorry. Uh, he tells Desaad, said, "There's no lanterns. Or there's no Kryptonian anymore. This this is going to be easy pickings." More or less is what he said. Um, I actually like that. Was that was that scene in the beginning of Justice League? I don't remember when he's screaming. No. Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, I thought it was kind of eerie. He opens up with the kids interviewing Superman for their podcast. Oh yeah. And they ask him a bunch of questions, and you know he's smiling, which you know that's outlawed in these in this franchise. <laughs> Barry Allen smiled quite a bit, and then we find out that he's not going to smile for quite a bit. Um, no, he was still pretty happy throughout. Anyway, um, this movie is four hours long. It, it is. It is. And it is long. Somehow. Um, part of this, uh, part of this opinion comes from the fact that I also listened to um, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard's uh, reviews, and um, Mark Bernard nailed it to me. And I'll further go on. Uh, this movie is four hours long, but about shin deep in terms of depth of character, story, anything. Uh... And I, I, I'm usually I'm on the other side of Kevin's. I'm usually on the Mark side than I am with Kevin. But I think on this one, I'm, I'm going with Kevin. I I thought the cyborg story was really really good in this. I, I thought his story really was like they really involved his character and like. I mean, good for good for Ray Fisher who played cyborg that he got his scenes put back in the movie. Good for him. But yeah. uh, question: Are any of them actually interesting? Not very. Uh, what, do, what, do you, what do you mean an interesting? Interesting, like actually interesting, actually captures your attention. Because half the time uh, when he when those scenes came up, I went straight to the phone. Um, it like somehow I somehow they they drew like this movie just wants to constantly show instead of tell, which is usually good in movies. That that's mm-hmm. always the pre- that's always the preferred way is that you show what happens in, in in these actions. You don't just tell people. Sure, and Zack Snyder's the master at that. And he, but he just is such a slog. He shows everything. He shows the build up to the moments, before the moments, and then the moment. I mean, it, how much of Cyborg's backstory could have been summarized? How they did in Justice League, pretty much where had an accident. That's no fun. Had an accident. Dad experimented me on, on me. 
I'm a cyborg now. I think that's what took away the the heart of his character in the first one was because it, that's exactly what they did. Where in this one, they give you an in-depth and it felt like you're, this movie really felt like I was taking a journey with cyborg more than I was like with Batman or, or Wonder Woman or Superman. I, and I enjoyed that. I mean, the cyborg, it, it, you could say what you want, you know, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, and they get the top billing, but the main character in this movie is cyborg. Is it? I I would argue that point. I I guess he's a central figure in it a lot, but it's. <sighs> I mean, and it's a long enough movie where he, obviously he. I mean, he, he's. Pro- I would consider him the main, like, one of the main characters. Obviously, there's a ton of there's the six of them, but you know, then you know Bruce Wayne's doing his own. He's got his own mission as well. But I would I would argue that Cyborg could be considered the main character in this movie. Fine. <laughs> you have no rebuke. I, I uh, this this whole thing, and I'm fresh. Oh my god! I know you're so mad that I like this movie. I am. I am so mad at you. <laughs> you thought this was uh, going to be us just trash talking the hell out of it? No, sorry, I, I came out liking it. I don't understand how. <sighs> what do you mean? Like you said, this movie is so shin deep with characters at all. Anything they turned. I mean, Wonder Woman, for some reason, at the transitional of this movie, her intro is still the same as in Justice League, which mm-hmm. is a bunch of terrorists. In this one, though, they continue it to the point where she just obliterates one of them. <laughs> yeah, she like, does. Like, a question of, 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 like, should I, you know, save people and not murder, like, in, uh, like... Wonder Woman 84, where we, we watch her go out of her way with the lasso for a good 20 minutes, you know, save but good guys and bad guys alike. This one, murder spree. Uh, well, okay. I, I do realize that. But that that's kind of like a, a weird... Um... Take them all down and, let, and take them all down and let Zeus figure out the rest. That's what her, that's her objective in this movie is. Um, in, in 1984's defense, or like in the defense of that, Obviously, Justice League was the one that is released, whereas, you know, this one didn't make the cut. So, obviously, I think if she, her character had done this, in if the Snyder Cut was the one that was released and it should have been released, then I think her her character would have played things differently in 1984, even though it's a prequel movie. I just... She has restored faith in humanity, so she kicks a guy's head in. It was an accident. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, and then, like, uh, so a lot of this is going to be compared also to the Justice League, uh, the actual Justice League movie that is considered canon that mm-hmm. no one liked other than me. I, I like the original Justice Judge League, but not. when I saw this, I'm like, oh, You burned it. Is... You burned that bridge. We're done. I anyway. Anyway. No, like, so the whole point of that scene is that the terrorists come and they're going to set off a bomb mm-hmm. to put to put in their words to push the world back into the dark ages. <laughs> they're slowly trying to uh, as a, in the Snyder cut. They don't really say what the reaction is to in the Whedon cut. At least they actually say it's a reaction to the fact that all these aliens are showing up on this planet now. We want to go back to the good old days. In this one, they just say, "I just want to kill some folks and go back to the dark ages because reason." 
Um, and then Wonder Woman, it, in both, takes the bomb and launches it up into the air. For some reason, in Zack Snyder's cut, though, she launched in the air about five feet from her face and then comes crashing down. Don't know why. Just because Zack Snyder is a director who works on in splash pages. That's what a lot of people say, is that he works in splash pages. Like how comic books have those big, uh, like, full-page splash scenes of action or something like that going on. But what he fails to understand is that there's about 10 pages beforehand that actually have reason that are smaller. I, don't, don't, get, don't get me wrong. I'm not calling this movie perfect. I'm just saying, I, I, I do agree that maybe some di- more dialogue would be helpful to move the story along. But as there's we know, that he's not that kind of director. Cut that, like, it doesn't make sense. There's some things that don't make sense. Like the, uh, who cares? Honestly, with the four-hour-long movie, it's like these terrorists are going to be an afterthought. But like I said, but it, but it ties back to the main story, which is which is the aliens that are coming forth. Because we also see in this one, um, Aquaman just randomly saves a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. Um, take you know, saves the guy. Um and then just fucks off. Um, in the Whedon cut, at least he does the same thing. But at least then he, uh, like, you actually have audio of the of the ship captain, uh, ex- um, crying and exclaiming that there are parademons, which are the villain, like the minions of the main bad guy. Um, he's saying there's par- that all these like they, like all these demons flying around him and stuff. And the, the, there was also green blood on his jacket, the same green slime blood that was uh, found throughout the course of the Whedon movie. There's nothing. There's nothing to tie this scene in in the Snyder version to anything that's going on with the main story. There is nothing there. There are no. It just happens for reason, and then they just drop it. Um. Yeah, I did notice that in the original one. I know the parademons are looking. They're still scouring. Um, because obviously there's the scene in the Justice League where Batman tr- is tracking one down. Um, uh, yeah, in this, in in the Whedon cut, the Parademons are already on Earth looking. In this version, they're not there yet. Right, right. Um, and, go, ahead. go on. No, I think the scene was just showing that how Aquaman. Like, I think it was. I think you're. Taking away from the, I think because this is a whole new movie. This is nothing. This has no, no really. There's like a very few scenes that make it back into this movie as it did the the Joss Whedon version. But it doesn't add anything to the but story. It, but so I think what Aquaman, the Aquaman scene you're talking about, is that he's this guy that doesn't really want to be the hero. Doesn't want to be involved. Yet he's still saving people on a sinking sh- a guy on a sinking ship. Like it's it's still showing that yeah he's he's gonna be the hero he can be the hero and when he wants the, to be the the sad music choice that goes along with the scene now I I, I had no problem with it I did have a, a issue Complete, with the over slow mo compared to the other scene like there's this this one's just melancholy for no reason for that moment um, also. Um, yeah, too much slow mo in general throughout this movie. Yeah, I agree uh, with you on that. Other one. thing that I want to just mm, Wonder Woman's music in this movie 
It's bad. The, I agree. It's chanting. bad. There's so much chanting. Yeah, I know. I agree. The one so much chanting of just nothing. Aside from her music, I thought I thought the music was really really good. No, it wasn't. It totally was. What are you talking about? It was great. Like Junkie XL. Junkie XL did it. Okay. I was just throwing that out there. Yeah, you don't even know who that is, so let's continue. He did uh, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then... yeah, And Danny Elfman did the original. Yeah, Danny Elfman did the Which original. Which one's the better one? Junkie. No. Yeah, I have to go with Junkie. You haven't even seen the new one, the old one recently. You, you last I was, was watching um, the comparison on YouTube today, and they're comparing the the composer, um, the music. And aside from Wonder Woman's thing, I don't think he did that bad of a job. I think he did pretty well. The music choice for saving for when um, Barry the Flash saves Iris West. Take take the song take songs out of it. I'm just talking about like, the musical score. Okay, and then. <sighs> No, they, I, oh, they, let's, let's wait. Let's double, let's double back to the Barry saving Iris West for a second. There's, I just, there's so much to talk about in this movie. Uh, I will say that it yeah, is there's little... four hours of just like I said, shin deep storyline. Um, it looks pretty. There's nothing to it. There's nothing really. There's no really involvement. There's no stakes in it. Go on. There's uh, there's stake. Whatever. Are there? Uh, no, 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 no. Do you see any actual humans? Other than Iris West and like the ship captain, scenes like that, or like the opening scene, like towards the end of the movie, are there any humans that are actually in peril, directly in peril? Uh, yeah, when Superman's resurrected and Steppenwolf shows up. No, 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 no. When they're going to Russia, are there any humans actually in peril of this big battle? No. And why does there why does there need to be? Because then actually shows there's stakes involved. I think there, every, every movie does that. Why do we have there to have are stakes? no stakes involved in this? The, the stakes is trying to save the world and trying to keep Darkseid out from keeping the, making Earth apocalypse. It, it becomes it with without showing them actually trying to save anyone. This it, it just feels like you you are you're, you're like you're. Well, this is a big movie. You're watching a very small cast. I don't. I don't think we all necessarily always need it to have civilians around the area. But it in mo- in certain moments you don't, but in other moments you do, and this is one of them. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't really think so. Because honestly, I really didn't even care. I didn't even think about having all this, like the people there. I, I really didn't care. I was just entrenched at the moment. But because the, it's like, well, now they got to take away. Because I know in the, in the original one, there was people there. Yes, I get that. And it's like, okay, there's stakes. But really, after thinking about it, I watched that clip, the whole ending there. I haven't watched the full one in whole. I watched clips here and there. But I honestly could care less about those fucking people. Like, I get it. They, they want to have them there for stakes, but they also have the rest of the world at stake here. I mean, it's just so much of this. Like I said, just like they're like they're together in this version, but then they don't really ever feel like they actually get along at all. And I get that this is like the beginning, but like at no point do I feel like these characters actually, in any way, 
know each other. No, they don't. And I agree with, again, like I said, I think the lack of dialogue. I do agree with, like, they talk a lot more in the Whedon cut. They do. There's more dialogue in the Whedon cut. I'm not not denying that. Story and more character. Huh? I said it's almost like there's more story and character. Mm. Maybe. They talk a little bit. Because, no, there's that scene where Flash and Aquaman are asked talking about Cyborg, like, oh, how's he doing? And then even Aquaman says, he goes, you know, I, he goes, we're asking a kid who just lost his father to put his life on the line to save the rest of the world. He goes, how's that fair? And Barry goes, I thought you didn't care. He goes, I never said that. So, I mean, there's that conversation there. And then, you know, obviously Diana and Bruce talk a lot more and a lot. No, actually a lot of their conversations are cut from in this version. I don't think he ever filmed them. I think that was just, that was just what Josh Wheaton had added. I know he added them, and and you, it it doesn't make sense the way it's added. And like, she comes in randomly in one scene with like this red cape on, and it's it doesn't make sense. But the, but the, but it actually still adds character to it, like the fact that he, you like um in the Wii version, there's a moment after they fight after a fight they come back and he you like Diana Wonder Woman is seeing that he should that he's struggling in it and. He goes in private to try and take off his suit. He can't. Oh, I yes, okay. I do. I, I was I was going to mention that and talk and talks to him about it and talks about the fact that he still doesn't think that he's necessary. Like he himself does not think that he's necessary anymore. No, I I agree. I I did. I do want. I do wish that scene was in there. I do wish that one was in there. Where he's he's hurt after they've resurrected Superman and he's all banged up. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. And they, I think they very easily could have added that in. Um, it, Batman gave Barry a good speech and we didn't cut. You know, save one person first. Just start there. Mm-hmm. Because he's nervous because this is his first time actually trying to really be a hero. And he's like, just save one. And saying, what happens after that? You'll know. And then this version, it, there's none of that. There's just no anything. Because we gotta watch more slow mo. Just more, more slow mo. We need to watch the We need to watch a police officer turn around and pick his head up in slow mo. We need to watch a kid toss a football in slow mo. We need to watch actually just a football game completely in slow mo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I and so I gave you the slow mo thing. I was annoyed by that too. I think that's why it's four hours long because he slowed every scene down. It doesn't make it when everything is slow mo. When every character gets a slow mo moment, then the character that is you know supposed to be lightning fast, and his whole thing is that everything is it can be in slow mo when he's using his powers, does not translate. Oh, because he's going just a tiny bit faster than the other slow mo that we watched. I see your point. I see your point. But I, yeah, I, I told you that I I had a complaint with the slow mo. And and then also this movie has for one most random reason plot twist that. I don't understand. 
What was what was the plot twist? I missed it. Or maybe uh, I didn't see, see you think it was a twist. When um, Lois Lane and Martha Kent are talking. Oh yeah! Oh, that wasn't a twist, but uh, that, I was no reason. Yeah. Okay. I will give you. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Is, let, me uh, let me have yeah. this one. Let me have this one. Let, let me have this one. So yes, I agree that the twist that oh screw it, I'm just gonna say it. So Martha Kent shows up to Lois Lane's apartment, right? And she sure, wants to, huh? Gives her a pep talk, like, "Come on, you gotta get out of this apartment." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying she, oh, she was in the area for um, picking up Clark's stuff, and very easily could have just been Martha Kent, but no, they brought in the Martian Manhunter. He was disguised as Martha Kent, and I was like, I didn't even care that the scene didn't make sense. I'm like, what, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, and Martian Manhunter's here. <sighs> He inspired Lois Lane to to report news. The world needs Lois Lane too. Like, like it's a nice sentiment, but he has no. He has never met these people. He doesn't know that they exist. Except, yeah, like, he did. Yeah, he's yeah, he did. He, you're right. You're right. Because because it was revealed that he was also the general in Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Um, yeah, but like but- he. Th- really know these characters. He's not really that involved. Why is he giving <coughs> Lois Lane a pep talk as Martha Kent, her would-be mother-in-law in that moment? I, I do agree. I like. Why don't you just keep it as Martha Kent? Because it, it would have worked. It, it would have been just fine. But when they reveal it to him, I'm like, yes, yes, let's do that. I guess because he's supposed to be watching over. I don't know why. I mean, they explain why he's there. But And then one of, one of the other biggest things I did not like is... Um, Spoiler, they bring Superman back from the dead. We're past. We said, we said it. it's going to be heavy spoilers I the know, whole way through. I know. But anyway, so they they bring Superman back from the dead. And um, one, one of my favorite parts of, of Justice League, they just took out. Um, so, Justice, so Superman comes back from the dead and he is crazy a little bit and starts fighting the Justice League members. And in the actual cut, before this and during this and everything else, Batman keeps saying that he has a contingency plan for if this happens, for this exact moment happens, because he's Batman. And that's a Batman thing to do. Yeah, I, this, I agree. Nah, 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 nah. Because um, it, it, the, the, um, Batman's contingency plan in the original was to get Lois Lane to appear in front of Clark and to, so that he could remember who he was. To calm him down, because he knew that he loved her more than anything else. That's what made him human. That was his attachment to the human world. Was her. This version, oh, I was just giving coffee to this cop and looking at the memorial, and hey, he's back. Yeah, no, I was, I, yeah, I agree with that too. I, I was a little upset that it wasn't Batman's idea to have her there, because it would have been something he would have done. It's something he would have done, and yeah. it's just easy to just have her just happen to be there. Yeah, no, I that was yeah, I agree that that he should have left that in. It was his idea, and it it just needlessly was long throughout. Like I keep saying, but like, why do we have to watch? I mean, like, there's so many moments, like little moments, you know, minute moments, two minute moments that just could have been cut so fast. Why did we need to see Diana make a torch? 
that that's what bothers you now. I think you're just trying to be nitpicky. No, I'm not. It's it, it's not nitpicking because of the fact that it's it, for that's the prime example of problem throughout this movie is that little moments like that could easily be cut and we could still have a complete coherent story. I think because at this point, it's like screw it. I, I'm just, whatever I shoot, it's going to go in there. I'm not cutting anything anymore. Everything's going to go on the table. Everything's <sighs> making it in. I wasn't uh, even bothered by the torch. Again, this is a four-hour movie and you're stuck on the torch? <laughs> No, it, it's, I keep saying it's the example of what I'm talking about. I know, but the, you're, you're, that example is like... Now, no. I, I can see like taking out the uh, Icelandic singing scene. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, I can, I can see that one and over the freaking torch she makes to go in the tunnel. Both are d- d- add nothing. The, the torch is not, doesn't have to add anything. It was just her making a torch. I know, but also, like I said, it's just it adds t- running time to a movie that does not need it to be added any time. Just little moments like that throughout the whole movie, all of it. Okay, I uh, sure. Uh, God, this is painful. <laughs> I'm sorry you thought it was painful. I really do. It took two sittings to sit through this thing, and it it should have been more. No. Um, what was I going to say? <coughs> oh, I guess we could talk about the main villain. Uh, Steppenwolf, I know you said to me you're not a huge fan of his new design. No, not at all. I liked his new design. What is anything more interesting about that new design not much but i just i don't know he just looks so generic it has the transformers thing where there's be- uh, little bits and pieces that are constantly moving yeah it's just i don't know i, I will, i'm not a i wasn't a, don't take me wrong i'm not in love with his look but i think it looks better than his other uniform his uh, how he looked before I thought he was a little bit more intimidating because he looked a little bit bigger. And I thought he was more intimidating of a villain. And I think that a lot of this movie, too, put in his backstory. Put in a lot of why he's doing this and why he's like why he is the way he is. And what his purpose is being here for. I mean, like the in the weeding cut, his reasoning was that he just, that he heard the call of the boxes and that he wants to bring the unity, which is what they call it when they bring all three boxes together. It's the unity. Right. This one, there, there's a lot more to it um, for some reason, uh, which it adds to it. But also you have to be a deeper fan. Like, I guess both of us are to understand half of it. Yeah. It like it includes a lot of um, stuff about dark side and like you can see things in like with apocalypse and. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Going back to, uh, just because we kind of brought up Darkseid now, because um, he's the big. This is supposed to be the big baddie. Uh, he, he looks okay. I don't think he looks that great. His design. Uh, he could have looked better, but whatever. Um, you said you liked the extended battle scene when he first comes to Earth all those years ago. It was fine. 
Oh, I thought you just said there was. I didn't. Maybe you didn't say it, but like, it, like I'm like, it's extended battle sequence, which is, I guess, you know, good for them that they did it. Um, it's the same exact thing. You learn the exact same information. Um. Uh, let's see. Um, the only the one thing I noticed. Is that in, the, in that version, in this version, um, they have Ares, the god of war, take mm-hmm. uh, out Dark Side pretty much. With the help of Zeus. With the help, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes ahead and puts his axe straight into, uh, straight into his shoulder. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, when Superman comes in to save the day, guess what Steppenwolf tries to do? Put an axe to his shoulder, and of course, it doesn't do anything because he's the man of steel. Well, he was doing it for Cyborg, but Superman yeah. got in the way. He Superman got the way, and he got he got hit and took Seven Wolves' axe that he carries throughout this movie, axe to the shoulder, and it just bounces off of him. I like when he's looking at him. He goes, "I'm not impressed." Yep, that's the yeah, that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. The extended battle sequence, you know, it, it's there. Um, although they did cut one line of dialogue once again, compared to the weeing cut that could that wrapped it up. Um, once it, once they defeat um Dark Side, they take the mother boxes, the you know MacGuffins, and they split them up between uh, Amazons, the people of Atlantis, and humans, mm-hmm. and. In the Wing Cut, they at least explain why human, why the group of humans go ahead and bury it in a random forest. Did they? Yes, they did. What was the reasoning? They flat out said, like, no tribe of men uh, uh, could be trusted to not try and use the power against uh, against another. Oh, okay. This one, they just bury it just because it looks cool. That's what a lot of this movie is. Like, it looked cool. So we did it. Uh, sure. Do, do we have a reason? Do, do we actually explain anything? Do we uh, <sighs> does actually give any kind of explanation for a lot of it? Nah, it looks cool. I know each one. They said uh, each one was hidden away in their... Because she did say they do it for... Um, each one was going to hide it in a place where, like, each culture would. I can't remember how she worded it. Because it was with Diana telling the story. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I can't I can't think what, of what, the wording of what she said. Wonder Woman was the exposition machine in this. Was the what? Exposition machine in oh, this. Yeah. She was there to explain everything. Well, because she's. Oh, which. I did think it was kind of funny when, you know, they're digging up uh, this is in like hour three or whatever. Um, when they're digging up Clark and back they, to they, yeah, they go and yeah, desecrate. they desecrate a grave and Barry goes so Wonder Woman, you think she's in the younger guys? She's 5,000 years old. And then Cyborg's like she's 5,000 years old, Barry. Everyone's a younger guy to her. Um, was that a line of dialogue? It was a line of dialogue. 
maybe I'm just trying to edge this thing out of my brain. Yeah, no, that was in the movie. I laughed. And then her and um, Aquaman share her the nice moment in the van, too. When he starts quoting a line to her and she knows the same line because they're trying to build, you know, Atlanteans and Amazons, which she says, haven't worked together in years. And he goes, no, I'm half Atlantean. He goes, and I hate them just as much as the Amazons do. Mm-hmm. And they start realizing that oh, maybe their differences aren't really that different. Um, what was I going to say? What did you think of the narrative acts that he had brought? He put into those. What do you mean? Well, the... so the movie is broken up into six parts, six chapters, and then an epilogue. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. so. Part one is don't count on it, Batman. Part two is yeah. the Age of Heroes. Three is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. Four is Change Machine. Five is All the King's Horses. Six, Something Darker, and then the epilogue of Father, Father Twice Over. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was nice because since it's such a long movie, you could pause it. it. What was that? It did nothing. No, I liked it as a good like checkpoint. I'm like, okay, I'm at part three. I'm going to stop here. So if, it, if you want to rewatch it, you're like, oh, I'll get to this part and I'll stop it. Oh, 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 oh. There is a laundry list of things I'd rather do than try and rewatch this. I I, I might. Um, they include things like putting a nail through my hand. Oh, wow. Glass and I, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I would... uh. No, I'm not even going to make this joke because then it, it'll just send us down a whole other rabbit hole. I don't want to go down there. Go ahead. No, All right, no, no. I said fine. All right, because um, <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I don't. But I'm, I'm good. Anyway, um, this movie. Oh, I didn't finish my Barry Allen thing. <laughs> going back to when he was saving Iris West. Yeah, I tried to go back. One yeah, time. no, I totally forgot. Um, I did think it was a little weird. You know, he stops there, and he kind of plays with her hair a little bit before he kind of saves her. I'm like, mm, this is kind of weird. And then he finally does save her. I'm like, okay. Um, but that you know, it's kind of funny because then he zooms back and he, he like he steals the hot dog in the as he's saving her. Like real quick, he saves that hot dog because he's trying to get a job for a dog walker. And he's mm-hmm. totally blowing it. The dogs don't like him. And after he's done saving her, he comes back and he's in the dog pen and he's feeding the dogs a hot dog to get the job. Yeah, that's that. That's the scene that happened. It, it, it shows the character of Barry, Barry Allen. Oh, who? This, well, let me take that back. The character of Barry Allen is going to be in this movie, not because he's already a forensic uh, works for the crime scenes investigation before he gets his powers which is yeah yeah hold on yeah that's another thing here is that at least they actually have a lot of dialogue in the other one to say like so you got hit by lightning and he and like he he corrects he's like yeah that's an oversimplification but sure i got hit by lightning and this one has no line of anything it's just we if you do not know previously from all the comics and everything else that how Barry got his powers you would just believe that he was just born with them okay but let's be honest here who who who's who wanted the Snyder cut obviously people who know are big fans of these characters and Zack Snyder so I, everyone knows who Barry Allen is he's the flash 
Now, will they go back and explain it in his whenever they get their act together and get a solo movie? Maybe. Don't threaten me like that. Snyderverse, here we come. <laughs> God. Uh, what else was I going to ask you about? Uh, let's see what you thought about. Oh, you probably hated everything. So, it, what, not, you, not, not everything. I mean, there was a great moment when credits started rolling. <laughs> there's, there's not a single thing in this movie that you could praise about. Not a single one. Um, good for Zack Snyder. He got to make the movie that he wanted to make. I just do not like it at all. None of it. Pretty much none of it. You can't find anything. No. I like that at the final battle they took the red out and they put in a blue instead. I did not. Oh, I loved it. I thought it looked great. I thought it was gorgeous. I it makes but here's is that once again with the the mother box they say it both creates and destroys life. Okay. Right? Yeah. At least in the other cut, they show that once they stop the world from ending, what does the mother box do? It creates all this vegetation throughout the entire landscape. Mm-hmm. And all blossoms and it all looks pretty. This one, nah, just rubble. Because gray is a cut co- is a color. Sure. I do say I would like to have um if they had at well, where are what the hell are we? Where I don't even know what movie we're we're in the movie we're talking. We're just jumping all over the place with this. Sorry guys. Or void. Joss Whedon. We're talking about Joss Whedon's just no, no, no. I know, I know. So when uh obviously this I'm at I'm at the uh, battle sequence when Superman's obviously in, in in there now, and um, in the Whedon cut, uh, when Cyborg wants to split that, he's help splitting him. He calls over Superman, and Superman's you know talking to him. And he goes, "Oh, you know, how how's it, can we do this?" He goes, "Oh, it's gonna be a big blast, but I think we can take it." He goes, "Good, I kind of like living." And then they take it apart, and they're laying there, and Superman's like, "Ah, never mind. I want to die." Like they're clearly hurting, and I, there was that really great moment. I it wasn't in the Snyder cut, but I felt it could have been, and they could no, have include people smiling, and that would go that would go against his against um the ideal of Superman just no. being I don't know what in this version. I, I like that moment a lot. How, version, I like that a nicer guy. Yeah, I do like that moment a lot in the Whedon cut. However, how they handle Steppenwolf in the Snyder Cut is so much better. No, so it's not. So much better. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, I, it no. is. My foot down on this one. No, it is not. It is brutal. So? so what? Unnecessary we, we, we had four hours of necessary brutal from coming from these characters. And that's what that's where you got? You don't really see That's not the one of the moments that really soured me is the fact that in this version, Superman comes back in the black suit for no real reason. Actually, he's in a black suit to change it up. Um, so they put him in the black suit. Because, oh, uh, well, here's the reason. Because the 90s happened in comics. Um, but they bring him back in the black suit. He goes over to save the day. Fights the Steppenwolf, the main bad guy. Um, and then proceeds to just pummel him. 
ruthlessly, endlessly pummel him. And not even just pummel him, take his heat vision and chop off one of his horns, bleeding out, crying. This is America's hero. Yeah. Oh, that's where you drew the line? I thought it was when she cut his head off. Oh, that too. That was a fun part too. First of all, Aquaman sticks his trident through. And then as they're going to send him back to the boom tube, Diana just decapitates him. But I just love that scene. He's throwing there and his head slides underneath Dark Side's foot and he just crushes it. And mm. I actually like that a lot. But it, you got to remember too is that this Snyderverse, if it were to take place, would be setting up the Nightmare storyline mm-hmm. where the Whedon cut would probably lead up to other DC movie DCEU movies that wouldn't do that. Mhm. Yes, yes, we got to talk about the 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 nightmare scenario with a K because we're edgy. Um it ha- yes, the nightmare scenario is also something we saw in Batman vs Superman and it's more explored in this one. Um it's the reality of in the future Lois Lane dies burned we see Mm -hmm. Uh, Superman is holding her corpse distraught and Darkseid puts his hand on his shoulder we're we're inclined to believe that somehow Darkseid got into Superman's head and has helped turn him evil Um, and also in this world the world has been taken over and burned and everything by Darkseid Batman has taken up the pinnacle of edginess by putting on a duster and a machine gun. And? And is, is fighting parademons, which are Dominion still. And he's also in the company of Cyborg. That, mm-hmm. Cyborg, that, Cyborg that also has a cape now. Um, well, he has a jacket. Yeah, it's a cape. Whatever. Poncho. It was a poncho. Oh, yeah. You're right. He has... This version, Cyborg found a poncho, ladies and gentlemen. And he's with Mira, uh, Deathstroke, and of course... Oh, yes. Mira, who um, Amber Heard, who switched um, continents real quick with her uh, accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because there is a posh version of the Under the Sea world. And we get the return of... Joker. Yeah. Which, God, that laugh—that laugh is still so horrible. He got some laser done to his face. I, I, I'll appreciate that. Yeah, he looks better, but, and he like what he taught. The conversation they had was the first we've seen him do. But, oh my God, his laugh is so goddamn awful. So awful. Not mind that part. Oh, you don't mind that part. I don't mind Jared Lowe's Joker in this. That's. I asked you. Was there anything in this movie you somewhat liked? And you said no. And you're going to go with Jared Leto's laugh. Not Jared Leto's laugh, just Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, no. the, ent- the entire package, I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad at. All right. I, I'm just not a huge fan of his laugh. I, I'm just, uh, the joy uh, thing is that none of this will ever be seen again. Oh, I think it will. I uh... not in a canon universe, but it might be a Snyder universe where it's the nightmare sequence. 
Because you know damn well at the end of this that Zack Snyder was going to have Barry Allen run back and reset this whole oh, thing. Oh, oh, and uh, yes, and it, uh, we actually did get more information on um, what the Snyder universe would look like for these Justice League movies. Yeah. Um, oh, it's swell. I mean, he if 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 you know if Evan loves these, he would just be in love with the rest of them. Um, so in this one, they do hint at the fact that Lois Lane is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that the original scripts intended for her to be pregnant with Bruce's child, Bruce Wayne, Batman, because he had an affair with her while Superman was dead. Because why not? But it didn't stay, it didn't stay in the script because there's no way. Unless Bruce Wayne's just that much of a monster that when he bought the house back and he goes, oh, congratulations, by the way. Oh, your your wife's going to have my baby. Oh, that'd be awful. Well, I mean, they, it, it, it's not that it didn't stay in the script. It's in a script. It's in a script. It's just that it's not going to be made. No, I, I don't think he put I think he kind of cut. The, I don't know. No, he did not. No, he did oh, not. So he's just an asshole. Whatever. He. Went, Zach Snyder entirely shot the script that he entirely written and he entirely envisioned. So that was going to be continued throughout. Oh, God. That storyline. All right, go on. Yeah, so they're going to have um, the nightmare scenario take place. They lose. Everything is bad. Um, and uh, they all die because joy, because this is the movie that you want to take your kids to. Um, and so they all die. Barry gives that warning they did in Batman vs Superman, which was in a dream sequence of a flashback. Explain that one. Um, <laughs> that oh yeah, she's the key. Yeah, I know. She's the key. Oh, I don't like Batman versus Superman, so I don't know why you're getting on me with that Lois. one. Lois Lane. Hey, I I was not a. I hate Batman or Superman, so I don't know why you're making. Don't is it? I I. If you still hate that movie, even in the extended version, which is his, which is once in Snyder's vision come to life, I don't understand how you could hate like this movie. Is is a complete continuation of that. Uh, actually, I I think you, Batman's a little bit more hopeful in this one, which is odd. In uh, in the other version, he's hopeful. In this one, I don't know what he is. talking about. He has a whole conversation with Alfred about faith. Oh yes, yes, yes. And even when they're getting on to go to do the final battle, he goes, "Have faith, Alfred. Faith." Mm-hmm. 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 I ha- see. Talk to you there. So okay. I actually like Ben Affleck better in this extent. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I like this movie so much. I think because you you I, hate you were telling me all the stuff you hated about it, and I went mm-hmm. full into this knowing, oh, it's gonna be awful. I like the first one so much better, and then I'm watching it, and it's it's sluggish. Don't get me wrong; it's slow, especially with all those freaking slow mo. The timing of this movie, the pacing is so yeah. Off. Oh, I agree, and I think. If you just if they reorganize it, edit some more lines of dialogue, that 
it pro- it would it's still it's a good this is the better version and I think they could have easily made it better with those extra dialogue that Joss better. had added. Oh, yeah. uh, isn't the, the, the uh, Stephen Wolf gets taken out in the, the Wheaton cut by his own parademons? It's like that's so lame. No, it's yes, not. It is. No, it's not because it's about the entire movie. The entire idea is that the parademons live off of fear. They live off of fear, and like they, that's what, like what the, that's what attracts them. I guess. And so by the end of the movie, when they beat it, when they've beaten him down, the, and it's like there's only one person uh, right now around all these parademons that ha- that's scared. It's not anyone in Justice League. Um, what yeah. did you think of um, Flash um, going back in time already? Um, I thought he'd kind of tweet. He was very knowledgeable in his powers when this movie starts. So I, mean, I think this was him. This was just us getting a glimpse, setting up like, okay, he can. He kind of knows his boundaries. And he kind of knows what's to do. Um, I was fine with it. Obviously, it was like a nice moment for him because then he quotes what his father said to him in the jail. Um, kind of him becoming inspired by, or just remembering what his dad had told him, and that this is his moment to save the day. This is him going back, and he this is his time to shine. <sighs> of course, you hate that too. Um. Uh... I don't know the the amount the amount of time with his dad that we got in in the other one I felt was fine enough. I don't think they added much more to from his dad. A little bit, not not a lot, a lot. Bit. not enough where it was gonna make a difference. Mm. I I need another drink. Oh God. It. I am so mad that you enjoyed this movie. What? It, it it just. <clears throat> what 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 did you think of? Uh... I do. I was. I was. Did think that the uh, Superman showing up to uh, Bruce Wayne's house with Alfred there. I'm like, okay, this is in the trailer, but that one I agree with. Didn't really go anywhere. It's like. Oh, I hope you're not too late. Okay, I guess that explains why he knows where they are, but but you know, I mean, he's Superman, he could fly around the earth and see anything real fast. So we already saw that he in this version he went up into space and did a I don't, a god pose for a minute. He was going up to the doesn't the sun give him more power makes him stronger? I guess. I don't know. And also, then they, like I said, they explained for they, they gave little to no reason why he switched over from the blue and red suit, traditional suit, to a black and a silver one. Well, in the death of Superman and the regain of Superman, they say yes. In the nineties, they gave it. A re- they gave the reason for the edginess being that he needed a regeneration suit. That the suit was somehow regenerating yeah. him. In this, they don't say anything. It's just a bunch of. Um, Added dialogue that was that, that was made to sound hopeful and epic between Russell Crowe and Kevin Costner um, about Clark Kent. Well, in the 
the nightmare sequence, he's in the blue and red. And yeah, he shows up at that point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's gonna be—he's not gonna be in that forever. I mean, he's not gonna be any of this. No. Henry Cavill is done with being in the DC, which movies. is a shame. I don't know why you're mad. I have rage. What was the other thing? Let's see. What else? Uh, what was I going to say? What did you think about the... Well, Martian Manhunter shows up again at the end of that. Yes. The, the logical ending point you know, to add a new character like that would be at the end, you know, to tease further story. Not in the middle of the movie, but yeah. Well, we got him in the middle and then he comes back. Yeah, we got him in the middle. Yeah, no reason. But at least he's there. I'm just glad he, I didn't care. I'm like, oh my, I, I love the Martian Manhunter. I did it. Oh, I'm sorry. He was. What is your issue with him? I was going to say correction. While she, while Wonder Woman in this is exposition, so is he. Good God! (laughs) Just drops as much information as he can, then just you know flies off. And and then Ben Affleck, Batman, just yeah, okay. Literally just like, yeah. I think that okay. was a scene that was reshot during when he got permission to do the Snyder Cut and Ben was like half in it. Like, oh, we want you to oh, come that... back and do this real quick. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so I think I don't think his part was all in that. Oh, there, there's a bunch of scenes mm-hmm. like that. I mean, all of the nightmare stuff at the epilogue was it was no one was on set. together. No, no, no. I know that. I know no one was on set together. Uh, Oh, oh, also, um, the, when they tease Deathstroke talking to Lex Luthor at the epilogue of this, because in this epilogue, like, the epilogue of this is about seven different I, endings. Yes, I, I, well, yeah, okay, go ahead, do it. You say what you're going to say, and I'll say what I'm going to say. Um, in this one, uh, they, once again, needlessly extend um, the guards at Arkham Asylum Finding or figuring out that Lex Luthor has escaped, extended it for a like an extra minute because why not? Um, we cut to a yacht and we see that Deathstroke is where Slay Wilson is going to be coming upon this boat, and it's Lex Luthor, uh, Lex Luthor there hanging out. Um, in this and uh, in, in this one, he just gives away Batman's secret identity to him because... Well, Deathstroke was going to work for free. Yeah, because it's fun. I will say that uh, Jesse Eisberg, I think, didn't annoy me as much as his Lex in this appearance um, because I think they took a lot of the crazy out of that part. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, if he if he if he's not being crazy, because like I said, the big thing, my oh my oh god, here we go. The huge issue with his performance in Batman versus Superman is that he's a maniac, and that's not who Lex Luthor is. So in this one, 
in his appearance here, he really looked like he was like a little bit more sane. He was playing more sane version of Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't understand the logic with, you know, he gives away Bruce Wayne's identity as Batman. Uh, I'm like, okay, well, how the hell do you get that? But if you think about it, you know, Bruce, he, at this point, Bruce Wayne is just telling everybody who he was as Batman. And I will say mm-hmm. that in this movie, one of my other complaints, I do have a complaint on this, is that, my God, did he like not like being in that suit? Because he's very, he's not in it a lot in the Batman suit. Nope. And so, yeah, I, I, he just looks like showing it, telling everyone who he was. It's like, well, way to keep a secret. No wonder Lex Luthor found out. Not even shocked. Um, but I guess it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's going to come down to Darkseid being here. But um, what, do you have any thoughts on Darkseid? His character being him being in this? He was there. Um, that's about it. That's it. That's all you had to say about it. It was a big moment. The dark side's on this big screen. Mm. Granny goodness made that appearance next to him. Yeah, yeah, she did. Um, yeah. Oh, what I was gonna say about the epilogue. Yeah, I think the first part of the epilogue. That's when the Silas Stone he recreated. And the, earlier in the movie, um, Silas leaves a recording for Victor, the cyborg, to listen to how to control, kind of inspiring him to use his powers and all that. And before he's like, okay, that was me talking as a scientist. Now listen to me as a father. And cyborg destroys it. And the epilogue, cyborg rebuilds it. And he listens to it. And it's a uh, voiceover of Silas talking and inspiring him on that, too. That should have been the ending. The Lex Luthor scene with Deathstroke. Should have been an end credit scene, and then the dreams, the nightmare scenario should have probably just been the very end nights, like end credit scene, and then the Martian Manhunter scene should have been in the, um, another mid credit scene instead of being one big long epilogue. <sighs> Well, no, come on. That's just not fair. We don't want to waste people's time by making them watch credits. <laughs> they stay for all the Marvel movie credits. Yeah, because Marvel movies have something to say. True. And so did this one. So, no. you, okay. What about the part where um, I like this a lot when Cyborg is in the when he he's, he's trying to separate the cubes and he's in there and he sees his Mother and father, then what he who he what he lo- used to look like. Mm-hmm. You didn't you didn't like that either. A lot of this was I was e- either um, frustrated with or just indifferent to. This I was indifferent to. Okay. Well, I, I, that's why that's one of the scenes I'd use in my argument, saying that Cyborg's the main character. Okay. Just because in that moment he comes to like this, his dad says, Oh, you can come here. You know, you won't be alone. And his mother says, You won't be broken anymore. And like the other him will be like, Oh, yeah, why don't you come stay with us? And that's him. Then he looks at them and says, Well, I'm not broken. And he starts to tear apart. He goes, And I'm not alone anymore either. Like that's him 
that's his story's complete now in this movie. Okay. Wow, you're just not having any of it. Mm. I um yeah. Mm. Mm. <sighs> wow. It's kind of hard to talk about a four-hour movie when the other person gives up. <laughs> you're just. Uh, I... Like I said, this movie is very frustrating. It's uh, sure they gave they fleshed out Cyborg, but then they also cut everything else out that made that gave any kind of charm to these characters. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I I could take some of the stuff of Whedon uh, and easily put it I mean, in this one. I, I mean, I mean, Aquaman was just there in this version, except for the scene where he talks to Diana for about a minute. Other than that, he's just kind of there. I think he does more in this one than he does in the Justice League in Joss Whedon's version. No, no, he still had he still he might, has the line. He might physically he might physically jump around more because that looks cool, but he does not say it, anything. Willem Dafoe gets the heaviest scenes in here. Yeah, as the the weird version of the character we saw in Aquaman. Yeah, he was a little weird in this. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. <sighs> I think uh this is exhausted was after four hours of it. <laughs> You're the one that was dying <laughs> to even talk. You're like, I gotta know. Because I wouldn't tell him who what I fights how I liked it or not. Because he watched it two days before mm-hmm. I did. He well, he split it over two days. And then by the time I had gotten to it, I had split it over two days as well. And then I wouldn't tell him because I liked it and I didn't want him to I knew he hated it. And he, he just wouldn't tell him. He goes, I want to talk about this. I have to talk about it. He's thinking in his mind, okay, we're going to rip this movie apart. And then I ruined it by liking it. Ah. <sighs> Well, we have our seven, though. If we ever get this, if we had our, we ever get a sequel, probably won't. Yeah, yeah. So, so hopefully, history is on my side. I um, I'm gonna say no, because people are campaigning for the Snyderverse, and Josh Whedon is not in very good um, terms with people right now. Yeah, I will say that Just Wayne is turned turned out not to be yeah. a great guy, but uh, in the movie more entertaining. Also, I'll still say that. True, I think it's like the charm part of it with characters. Yeah, but I, I think with where Zach was going with it, and where Joss Whedon was going with it, were two different directions. And I don't like Zach's version at all. This it's just serious, and it's like, well, we want to make this epic and cool, but then it's like, but where are the moments that? Like you know, build up things more. I was like, eh, we'll get to those later. Sure. Did you like the moment at least when before the credits rolled that he dedicated it to his daughter? Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not a monster. Of course, I understand that moment. But then, uh, I miss the race. So when this comes up for Autumn, that was his daughter's name. You saw that. You're like, oh, how nice. Credits start rolling. Fuck this movie. 
<laughs> just gave that moment for her, and then you're like, all right, fuck this. Yep. Because like I said, if Batman can swear, because he, he does, does swear in this one, you know, he, he, de- he declares in the nightmare, you know, nightmare with a K, because we're still trying to be cool, that, was- um, that he... Uh, that he is going to, you know, I will fucking kill you, Joker, one day. Because he, and Joker's around to help. Why? Uh, well, I, he had, he brought him along for, there's probably a reason for it. We'll just never know. But I know, because what Deathstroke says, are you glad you brought him along? He's like, what do you think? But Joker's clearly upset with Batman because, I mean, he's pushing his buttons, which Joker always does, but Joker even says, he goes, I'm here to help you fix this because you're the one that let Lois Lane, he doesn't say, he goes, you're the one that let her die. He was like, I wonder how many other alternate timelines you've screwed up because of your, because you, for you trying to fix everything. Mm -hmm. So clearly Joker's not happy with Batman because now he's like, I mean, we'll never know what's going to happen later, but he was so mad they took out his grill and took his tattoos away. Yeah, we yeah we missed that with that middle movie of this between Suicide Squad and this, where a uh, where um, you know Joker tried to get a normal job, got some laser removal, got the grill taken out and stuff, tried to you know re go back into society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Zack Snyder, why, why do you keep giving the K thing some shit? It wasn't even Zack Snyder's idea. That's been around forever. Mm, it's just funny. All right, but for the record, that wasn't Zack Snyder's idea. Whose idea was the it? The nightmare. I don't know. Yeah, his was it. He wrote this movie. Yeah, but they have it in the comics too. Oh well, no, no, they don't. I guess they call it the injustice, injustice uh, timeline. Also, Rock of Ages storyline has something very similar, yeah. but they didn't call it the nightmare scenario with a K. Also, oh, and then also when he, it, when Batman for some reason digs up the the Dark Knight return, uh, the Dark Knight Returns version of um the Batmobile, the giant tank. Uh-huh. Yeah, Why? yeah, I forgot about that. This is the good version. Like, like, like the world saved. Why did you get an arsenal? Because he's preparing for the war. <sighs> I did. I did think about. I did think. I forgot. I totally forgot oh. about that one. Oh, why? This is. I could have understood if he came in with that when uh, he was at the at the tunnel or the um, going for the tower. Mm-hmm. Which also in this one, like it, it, they nixed the idea that he, um, Batman was going to go on a suicide run to try and you know lure the parademons away. In this one, he's just doing things to do them. I don't think they nixed that. They kind of nixed it Compa- compared because I like I said I watched the the other Justice League right after that one. And I liked it so much better, and it, they like they make it very clear, like, like he, because like in that one he records the parademons like sound that they use to like, you know, group together and stuff, and he blasts that over like the speakers of the Batmobile to lure them more out. Mm, I forgot about. I know what you're talking about. Now. 
and like and and, and like the whole thing is like last second you know, they it just, you know the rest of the team comes in and saves them and stuff and you know, they're like and it wasn't our idea the you know the you know the lady yeah. insisted no i understand yeah I, all that joy just taken out i do think uh you know, batman acted a little bit more like batman in the weed and cut because obviously there's the mm-hmm. lowest lane thing where it was his idea that moment too he's was also a batman thing to do uh, so yeah, like I said, I, I still like the first uh, Joss Whedon one. Don't get me wrong. I just enjoy where this one was going, and I like that it was kind of... I, I don't know. I kind of like the... Um, I'm a very big fan of the Injustice timeline. Like, the, I, you know, the games, just that whole thing. So maybe that's why I'm a little bit more drawn to this, because it's clearly setting that up. Hmm. Because that's what this would be. This he'd call it his nightmare thing, but it's it would be the injustice, the injustice league scenario. <sighs> well, it's four hours. I'll never get back. It's four hours that I'm probably going to revisit again. I hope they come out with a Blu-ray. No. <laughs> I like how you almost laughed at that. (laughs) Because I will be first in line to get it. You and three other people. uh, Drew, I I honestly... You are the minority in this one. Oh, I know, but no, I'm talking about you buying old media. What's that guy's name on TikTok? I don't even remember. No, I, I can talk to him. Old media, what are you talking about? I mean, any physical version of movies is kind of old by now. Such a sad, sad day. Well, I'm still gonna buy the Blu-ray. Don't care. I have, I have the original mm-hmm. Justice League on Blu-ray, and a lot, a lot of other. Okay. Movies. Oh, that you approved that one. Well, <laughs> it seems like you're done with Justice League. I am. You're not looking forward to any other movies that may come out. Let's say Zack Snyder's not doing it. Let's say they kill this right here. No more, like Zack Snyder won't touch anything else. They're going on with other movies. Would you go and watch them in the DCEU? I I, I guess I'll watch the Black Adam movie, but I am really not interested in whatever they pull out of the dumpster fire that was the once the Flash movie. They um they did announce that Emerald Fennel, I think I said her name right, who did the promising young woman, that she will be making a Zatanna movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that they that Zatanna got also in, announced. Yeah. They did a big announcement recently also with this that like they showed all these projects that are still gonna be in the works. <sighs> And you're just not having any of it. No. Uh, okay. Okay. No. 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 You're right. No. The one other one I'm excited about, hoping, is that um, the new Superman movie because they're not going to have Henry Cavill back. They're not going to bring back. It's not Zack Snyder. It's a whole new, a whole new group of people, and the writer on that is a legitimate, best-selling author who just happens to be a fan of comics, and he's wanted to do work on stuff for a long time, and this is his. First, go at it. 
What if they double back and they do bring back Henry Cavill? No, they won't not for that one. For that one, they will not. Okay. We still have Robert Pattinson's Batman coming out soon. At some point, I should say, not soon. Yep, yep, yep. This, uh, we insist that we have to make it darker somehow. We have to make him darker every time we release a Batman film. Last time we had him willing to kill people at the beginning of his, uh, uh, of his intro. This time we have to have him doing something even worse. Uh, because that's how we get audience. Make it darker. Well, if you want to have a laugh, you go to a Marvel movie. <clears throat> well, do you have anything else to say about Justice League? Did we miss it? I'm sure we missed no. a bunch of stuff. Just because it, there's, there's four, four hours, hours to talk, to talk about. about. I mean, I mean, none of it is really necessary except for maybe about a half hour. We had JK come back as Jim Gordon. Mm hmm. Uh, Themyscira. Thing. I don't mean it's clear. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not clear. Also, like, all of this was actually shot before. They said at least they claimed that like only about five minutes of actual actor story got put in. This is already was already filmed and just sitting on the cutting room floor. Right. Yeah. They. Yeah. They all had to this. add in a little bit other stuff, but a lot of it was already filmed. Five minutes of that, and then a bunch of like, and then a ton of uh, visual effects. But that's it. Well, I know uh, Ray Fisher, who's Cyborg, said that uh, the only thing that was directed by him that Josh he did with Josh Whedon was actually the on the rooftop scene that made yeah. it. In. Well, that wouldn't make sense though, because I'm pretty sure that ending with when they pull the boxes apart also had to be Josh. Maybe, oh no! I think the only, never mind. I take it back. I flipped it around. I'm sorry. The only thing that made it into the original, the the Whedon cut that was directed by Zack Snyder, that Ray Fisher was a part of, was the rooftop scene. Everything else that he had done in Justice League was directed by Joss Whedon. Mm. Which would make sense because the rooftop thing's there. But I understand Ray Fisher was a very big proponent for getting the Snyder cut out. Yes, and I, and I get it on his personal whole level, and I get that there was complaints about Joss Whedon. I will not even when I'm going to touch yeah. on those. But it's just, mm, I honestly don't feel like it added much to him. I, I really it added don't. A lot. It added a lot, but like it, it added up to nothing to me. You're just heartless. Mm. Well, I guess you can go watch your. You can go in the year with your minority to go watch the Rise of Skywalker. We're not going <laughs> to go there in this one. We're going. All right, we're going. All right, we're going to wrap it up now. All right. All right. Well, that was it for us. Obviously, this is a pretty split. Uh, split. Uh, there's only two of us. So, yeah, we're split down the middle here. Uh, so let us know if you guys feel like if the void here, I'm talking to the void, they want to let us know what they thought. Well, we don't have to. We already see how people look like, how they think about Justice League and how it was a better movie. Mm-hmm. But give us a shout out if you have other feelings. Uh, that'll do it. Drew, any last thoughts? Nope. Okay. 
All right. We will be back next week with who knows what. Oh, is it Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong? I believe oh, so. We're gonna come back with Godzilla versus Kong next week, guys. Even hopefully we're on the, we're on the same page with that one. I really root for the humans. All right, that'll do it, guys. We're having a good. We'll see you down the road. Yeah, see you down that long, long, long road. <laughs>